Asylum and just started recording. What is that? I don't know. I don't know what happened. We're supposed to have our open in there. I don't know. Everything's new this week. It's in the two guys' bed folder. I figured you knew what it was. Oh, that was that was that was a like a some like kazoo version of uh, I will always love you. Sounded like party horns. Yeah, that was a kazoo version. Kazoo version of I will always love you. No, it was not. Yes, it was. I don't believe you. Yeah. Can we hear that again? Play it again. Play it again. Play it again. I will always love you. Someone needs to work on their kazoo skills. I got it off the internet. What do you want? <laughs> I'm sorry. We were looking for the worst versions like three weeks ago when I she think died. We found it. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's really bad. Yeah. Yeah, it was supposed to be our open. I don't know. There's all kinds of new systems here. I'm supposed to be doing this stuff from home, and it's all messed up. Yeah. We don't ever have someone doing a show before us 
And now we do. And now we do. And you know, it's not it, it Joey does a good show. It's not Joey's fault. He ran a little bit long and he had a good show going on and uh we kind of ran in here like crazy people, threw everything together and went bam. <laughs> Poof, here's the shell. Ah, oh, crap, it didn't work. Crap. Our intro is so cool though. I know. Is it know. available to us? You can find it. I could find it. You want me to find it? <laughs> you want to talk? You want to you want to talk about our our special monthly visitor who yes. we really enjoy? Oh, yes. That does not sound good. Yes. <laughs> She's the enjoyable. Flo is here. <laughs> She's the enjoyable monthly visitor. <laughs> it's the last Tuesday of the month. That means I'm going to find it. Marisa Coughlin is here. Hey. Hey. You guys, uh, you guys really sold it on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Normally we have an applause. Normally we have a... Uh, the applause was moved. And I prefer the, free pa- the, the prefab applause. I like it. We, we should get a... We very adored. We should get a clean start here, Rich. We should get a clean start. Start this over from the top. We have a big guest Why in the green room. That? We have a big guest in the green room. You've already lost three minutes of show. I know, but he, he'll love our opening. <laughs> 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 he'll love the opening theme. Oh, we have a big, big thing going on tonight. It's been a huge day at uh, the Toad Hop Network, probably one of the biggest days at the Toad Hop Network since its inception. <laughs> Sit down. We had really? John Lovitz kick off. Sure, give me a cue. Live, live from the John Lovitz Theater at Universal There Center. it is! This there it is! is. You wanted it. Two guys and a mic. Oh, boy. <laughs> Starring there the ebullient, go. yet neurotic, sometimes funny, but always skin-afflicted Ken. Somewhere in Southern California. <laughs> and Rich, the sardonic, wise-cracking control freak, whose main mission in life is to make Ken <laughs> feel uncomfortable. Let's sodomize the children. Join the mindless mayhem now at 888-520-4374. This is Two Guys. Now we can start. Oh, oh, we're here. We're here. Yeah. Woo, there were no kazoos in that thing. <laughs> I just saw Sean Astin run down the steps. I know. He's like, sorry. Sorry, Sean. He's always, Appreciate it. He's got valet coming already. Yeah, maybe we can pull up some pictures and just pretend we're him. <laughs> uh, we're here. We got Marisa Coughlin here the last yes, we do. Tuesday of every single month. Thank yes, she's going to be with us regularly. This I is know, fantastic. It's very exciting. This is exciting. Plus, for you two guys, very exciting because with little kids, you get out of the house. We do. Uh-huh. It's amazing. My husband may or may not be watching right now, or he may be tearing his hair out. <laughs> Same with my wife. <laughs> yeah. Ben was screaming when I left. Yeah, my both of my kids were, and I was like, I'll see you later, honey. <laughs> I gotta go drink beer. <laughs> yeah, gotta go do a show, drink some beer, hang out, laugh with people. <laughs> Sorry, enjoy this. Enjoy the wrangling. Mm-hmm. He's gonna tomorrow be like, I've got a podcast now. Sorry, babe. I'll catch you later. <laughs> it's Tuesday. Me and our neighbors started up a podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. We do Wednesdays through Sunday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every day. 23 hours a day. Uh-huh. We yeah. I sleep there. I live there. I come back just to check and make sure you're alive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's about right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what has been going on with you? What has been going on with me? Um, you know, since I saw you guys last, it was right before Valentine's Day, right? Okay. And then it was mm-hmm. just like kind of just like a shame spiral from Valentine's Day till about yesterday. We just had like a lot of shit hit the fan at our house. A shame spiral? Well, a pain spiral. Is that a better one? Maybe it's okay. more pain than shame. We had a uh, Valentine's Day that went horribly awry. Husband's car broken into, my car dead, every computer is oh stolen. My God. Missed our dinner reservation, ended up whatever, and we woke up the next day. We're like, okay, that it's was a not worthless good. Day. It's but a worthless let's, day. It was bad. But it is a stupid holiday. It's so stupid. But we ended up at like some Russian pimp yeah. weird restaurant because our regular reservation, we were too late. Anyway, the next day, everyone got the stomach flu and like Food the poisoning. whole neighborhood, Food our whole poisoning. house. It was horrific. And then we couldn't go to school. We couldn't have baby. We couldn't do anything. We were in like a lockdown, like a sci-fi, like gross lockdown. Everyone was violently ill. So I'm really happy to be here. It's like a bad TV movie from the 70s. It's awful. It was like that. Everything was stolen. Then we were sick for a month. (laughs) Honestly, that's what it was like. I would sneak out to like appointments and be like, thank God I'm out of there. Well, this is Two Guys and a Mic. (laughs) Yes, it is. And uh, people can participate, Ken, can they not? They can. They can call the show at 888-520-4374. They can also follow us on Twitter at Two Guys and a Mic LA. Mm-hmm. You can follow Marisa at Marisa Coughlin or the Toad Hop Network at Toad Hop Network. That's a whole lot of following. Yeah, you know, you can follow all you want. Yeah, they can email us too, right? Two Guys and a Mic at gmail.com. That's the right. word T W O. We got an email of, of thanks, Ken. 
We got an email of thanks last week. An email worth reading on the show. <laughs> an actual email worth reading. Uh, very few curse words. Very few, <laughs> <laughs> very few things that told us how pathetic we were. Yeah. I mean, you know, I like the... Occasionally it's all right. I understand that. But You guys blow. Yeah, you guys blow. <laughs> you don't die. read those to the audience? Die, die, die. You know, somebody just die, 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 die. I'm like, oh, that's enough dies. We understand it. We get it on the first die. A we person understand. without a tongue could do a show better than you. <laughs> So let's hear it. Uh, 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 a listener, Michael, who uh, listens to the show, was thanking us for the Jitsi song. <laughs> you know the Jitsi song. I'm not yeah, sure if you're familiar I'm with familiar. the Jitsi song. Oh, it was... Uh, it's coming on, I take it? Jesus is the shit, y'all. Oh, okay. Like it. it was based on Ken has some relatives who are um, hardcore religious folk. Okay. And Ken is not. So it's always interesting when they get together and there was, there was stories going with that. So we made him a little song. Call, so he oh, could. Nice. I figured they he could just that. tell them. We made bracelets. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I went to like a, a family gathering recently. Right after you played this lovely song. At, at some point, and I, I went there, and uh, within five minutes, my aunt was like, "Hey, Ken, how you been?" And I'm like, "Good." She goes, "Yeah, how's the show going?" <laughs> yeah, can I get one of those Jitsi bracelets? <laughs> how's the show going? Yeah, they gave my someone in my family gave my kid a uh, storybook uh, about dinosaurs. And it looked like a storybook. It looked like a children's book. And it was all about how dinosaurs didn't exist. And no, you're kidding. No. No. <laughs> They're not real. And that's what, start, that's what started the whole thing. It's, oh. Yeah, it was a whole so, it's, thing. It's one thing to believe in God. It's another thing to take it to that level where and, <laughs> oh. and dinosaurs never existed. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah. I have a podcast. Oh, yeah, there you go. So, so we made the Jitsi song. We play it all the time. We made up the little uh, bracelets, you know, like Live Strong. It said it says Jitsi on it. Beautiful. Uh. I love it. <laughs> Equally as impactful. And Michael was going crazy looking for the song because he thought we somebody actually recorded the song. So I actually I just sent him the song. He's oh. like, "Oh, thanks so much." Now he plays it. Are you going to play it for me or what? Um, find it. I, I'd have to go and find it. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll play. We'll we'll find it and we'll play. It. Okay. Um, Michael's roommate apparently likes to play the crazy radical right wing Christian guy, so he just pops on the the Jesus is the shit y'all song. Great. And it, it works. He says, "So now when we argue over religion, right in the middle of it, when it's getting heated, I just yell." I play Jitsi and I yell, I heard a science fiction, but I ain't ever heard a no Jesus fiction, which is part of the song. And then he and he, and then they all laugh and they drink beers and it's fun. So I can't see that guy being too, you know. That's the whole, that's the whole email. Oh, it says, I'm sorry. You want? I was I was summarizing the email. Ken, okay. you want me to read it? He Thank you guys. He to be really flowery and filled with. Thank love. you guys for the song. It is awesome. My roommate is a hardcore atheist. <laughs> And I'm a terrible Catholic with tons of Catholic guilt. But every time we get drunk, the subject turns to religion, and he likes to play the crazy radical right-wing Christian, which it pisses him off. And he says, it's all about the faith, bro. Okay. Okay. I feel better now. You it's, feel better? You I got feel better. I feel like I know Michael as a person now. Mm -hmm. I feel like mm -hmm. I, I've, I've gotten a glimpse into his personality. He also said we are way better than the other two guys in a Mike shows. He's <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like them. I won't say what he said about them. Uh, well, we, ha we interviewed them last week. Yeah. They were very nice guys. They seem like very nice there's guys. There's another two guys in a mic show? There's three of them, I there's, think. There's, there's How two. dare they? I know. I know, right? What? Where are they? There's one in Detroit, and there's one in Chicago. What about, you what about them? Florida? I thought there was one in Florida, too. There's one in Florida, but they... I, I don't think they really broadcast. I think they just sit together and pretend they're on the radio. Yeah, they haven't done anything. According yeah, no. to their Facebook and Twitter, they haven't existed in, like, uh, two years. Oh. And the Detroit guys, one guy is in South Carolina, one's in Detroit. They get on the phone and they yell at each other about sports. So That uh, sounds entertaining. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I would definitely mm -hmm. tune in for that. Mm -hmm. Um... How's, uh, how's preschool going? Last huh? time we talked, he'd just begun, correct? Uh, yes, Ben is in preschool. Uh, oh, just, uh, tell us. Yeah, come on, Ken. Tell us everything that's going on because it was going so well. It was perfect. Mm -hmm. I shot you an email at one point. Yes. Where I uh, was panicking after the first like a week. day three panic. Because <laughs> yeah. when I saw you last, you were like, my kid's a rock star. He was like, yo, Dad, I'll catch you later. High five. I'm into preschool. And he was like, didn't even care about you. It was, the show. It was in fact, the show you were on. It was the first day. And, you was, and, yeah. we, and both you and I said, just wait. Yeah. Just wait. Yeah. Well, I have news for you guys. What? He's still What's a rock star and he oh. still does that. Well, that's uh -huh. boring. That's because he doesn't care about you. He cries. <laughs> True, exactly. You know, I said that for so long, he won't bring him over to my house anymore because he likes me better. Right. It's too bad. He but... cries when we pick him up. <laughs> see? I'm not lying. Like, he'll be, he'll be out in the yard playing, and he'll see us from, like, 50 feet away, walk out of the building and into the courtyard, and he's across the courtyard, and he just stops and goes, No! no. 
Go away! What do you do to that child? God, Ken. Wow. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. He has a blast, and he loves his life. He loves his life. Okay. He does not Whatever hate. you say. So, so preschool's perfect, then? Um, no, I wasn't going to say that. Tell, I, us, tell us why, Ken. I sent you an email a while back saying, uh, does your preschool update you on stuff that goes on during right. the day? Right. And, and you responded to me how? I said, I feel like I'm there. <laughs> like, I may as well be a preschooler. I am so informed, basically. Mm. They send me all these pictures of every single thing what? they do throughout the day. Like, wow. The, I get, like, 40 p- photos sent to me nightly. Your kid has, like, a hat cam on. <laughs> <You're just laughs> totally. That's kind of what on. it's like. Whoa. We literally feel like we were there. It's a comforting feeling. Are you getting, you have no idea. He's just in some kind of abyss. They're, like, giving him coke, like, crack or something. That's why he's like, it's awesome here. He's got, like, a little, like, a reality TV crew following him around. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, we don't get that. We didn't really get updates the first couple days. But that's gotten better. But the second day he was there... All right. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, boom. We can pick them up at three right after nap time. But if we're running late, they can, you know, go out in the play yard and, and they're supervised in the play yard and whatnot. And we can we have till five to pick them up. Okay. But technically, the day is over at three after the nap and the teachers go home. So we were a little late getting there this day. And they left all his stuff for us to pick up, including uh, like a paper bag or not a paper bag, but a plastic bag tied up if he has an accident. Yeah. Like they'll throw his clothes into this little plastic bag and they'll leave it for us to take home yeah. like on the outside of the door. Uh, so I get home with this bag and he obviously soiled his, you know, his Lightning McQueen underwear. <laughs> right. Okay. He was tired of wearing them. But, but, A week is enough. Ken. But they left all the shit. They left, ev- they, they left the entire. Oh, they, gave you, they gave you underwear filled with crap? They in gave, a bag? It was like... In like a Ralph's bag? That is not normal. <laughs> That's your update. Things are going really well. Here's a bag of shit to keep you informed. We hate your kid. <laughs> it was that like is... they scooped out some chocolate mashed potatoes in there and just, here you go. And you could ch- it was kind of heavy. I was like, Did oh. you comment? I mean, were you like... We um we 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 took care of it. We we talked to the right people and um but uh yeah, I I was like I was freaked out about it. You think? That's a little weird. It's you, a little weird. But when you talk to the people, did you talk to them like you talked to your neighbor who was playing music at 3 in the morning or just go, "Hey guys, hey, I just got uh, some poop in the backpack." <laughs> Come on. No, they what? put it they put your son's dump in his backpack. <laughs> they should have given you that. <laughs> and how do you know it was your son's dump? It could have been someone else's dump. We hate the Hastings. <laughs> 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 it could have been, it could have been like a collection. Yeah, of everything for the kids. day goes in his. This kid is too damn happy. <laughs> um, we, uh, I have a theory, and the theory is that at this time, like he, I, my theory is he did it late, and one of the young, like assistant teacher trainee type girls was there. I mean, there. unless the young, she was like also three. It's really weird behavior. She's like, I'm not going to deal with this. I'm just going to put that in there. Don't you think that's just? Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It, it's not... Maybe that's what they teach them. Okay, if anyone ever poops, hide it as fast as possible. Hide it as fast as possible. <laughs> and and put it in some... it in a little brown right, bag Put it parents. in something that goes back to the parent's house. It doesn't matter which parent. Just get it back to a parent's house because they'll believe their kid pooped in school. <laughs> mm, no. Did you have it tested? Was it actually Ben's poop? No, we didn't have it <laughs> tested. Like like I'm gonna like scoop it in the test tubes and take it to a doctor. I don't know. Sean Aston is like, what kind of poop show? Is this? <laughs> All they talk about is poop. No, he's home already. <laughs> Bodily functions. He's, he's home. He's, he's gone. He left. It was it was th- it was nice meeting him in the green room. And he's <laughs> out was really sweet. He was very very nice. <laughs> Trust us. He was here for five minutes. <laughs> I oh guarantee you, he God, was there. Ken, seriously. He's wearing green. Seriously, Ken. So, so Ken, this weekend, any comments on uh, Oscar crap? Do I have anything on Oscar any crap? Oscar? Yeah, you were tweeting the hell out of it. I, I, mean, I, I live tweeted it, yeah. But I, I, my theory is, and I hate to be mean, is uh, I, after all the hype of Billy Crystal coming back, he is not meant for the show anymore. It is not. It was, it was like 20 years ago? When was it that he did it? It was not 20 years ago. It was ago. a long yeah, time It was a long ago. time. It looked like somebody in a bad Billy Crystal, Billy Crystal mask. It did, kind of. It was like, whoa, what happened? And I know. It was like, and he was kind of as if he was sedated. And Eddie would have been so great if he hadn't pulled out. 
you know? Yeah, Eddie would have been good. Uh, they could have done the whole Alec Baldwin and Steve Martin thing again, which was just gold. But it's just, it, it, it felt like every time Billy Crystal was trying to say something funny, he was either, uh, like, afraid of the joke or he was getting, like, no, let's let's move it along. Yeah, it let's was kind of crickets, re- right? Like, everything anyone tried got everything. just nothing. Like, the J-Lo, I mean, no, the Cameron Diaz thing was so embarrassing. Oh, uh, there was a lot of awkward. A lot of awkward. a lot of awkward. And uh, it was uh, Will Ferrell with the symbols and stuff like that. Yeah, by the time, <laughs> what, what, what would it, normally have been hilarious, they walk out and you're still at that point, you're so exhausted by the, what you've just watched, you're just like, oh. Here's Will and Zach. Yeah, and they and they, <laughs> and they lay out they lay out their jokes, and then they're like silence. It was it was a silence, bad audience. Silence, it was, silence. It was painful to watch, kind of. I tweeted that I was looking forward to the memoriam as a pick me up. <laughs> it, it, that's how the show felt. It was about like that. Oh my god! And it felt like they started working on it Thursday. And also the artist. I think that, it's overrated. That that's what I, just, I, I mean. I didn't so, see it. Did you see the I movie? I saw it. Okay. I sat through. I thought, a silent movie, okay, it can't win a lot of sound editing things. It's okay, I mean, it's fine, it's charming, but is it like sweep the Oscars charming? No, no, no I just stop. think people are like, oh my god, it's a silent movie, it's so novel a concept. Stop, and we couldn't understand everybody awards. that came up there, because they were French. It was, it was and they all kind of had like this pompous attitude, like, oh, oh we don't have everything. <laughs> oh, we're out of here, I'm going to do croissant, a croissant, croissant, croissant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> pêche molde, oh. And one guy was screaming in French, I, don't, I think he said... Pull your pull off your bomb jackets now or something. He was just let the scream out. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I I was a big fan of the Descendants. I didn't see the artist, but uh, I love the Descendants. And you're not going to see a better performance out of Clooney. In no, his, he was, was great excellent. in it. That was a great performance. Yeah, in in his career, you're not going to see a better performance. We watched. We got the screeners, you know, because WGA and SAG both send them out, kind of. So we watched like Bragger. ten minute increments of all of them. We were like, Warhorse, let's. Oh, okay, nope, not gonna happen. So I saw little snippets of every movie. Iron Lady, really good, but you don't necessarily want to watch it. It's just like a. Really. It's like a look at the makeup, and it's her performance, her portrayal of her is mind blowing. But, but it's like taking a necessary. Ten minutes of it. Yeah, it's like taking like, a necessary history course or something. I mean, it's, it's like just okay, a I, I get it. I understand. Yeah. Very good. Well done. Bye bye. Also, my husband's <laughs> like, we're not watching this. <laughs> it's mainly that. <laughs> well, what was the big entertaining film of the crowd? Do you think? Because everyone's saying it was the artist. I haven't seen it. Oh, I mean, I. I'm not saying it should win Oscars, but Bridesmaids was probably my favorite of all yeah, of Bridesmaids them. was pretty good. It was really funny. And a lot of them just, even the Descendants I liked, but I wasn't like sweep the Oscars either to I, me. I, I didn't see. Look at Ken. Uh, Ken I saw is money. Like, how dare you? Oh, I'm not. I didn't see Descendants. I heard it was great. So I figured he was going to win, right? Because all, all right. I heard was people saying how great that movie was. Yeah, yeah then I Gerard Depardieu won. <laughs> And I saw I saw Moneyball. I was like, why is that? Moneyball I liked, but it was, yeah. It was a nice movie, like, but why is that Oscars, nominated? But then it's good again. You have to think, which movies would I nominate? And right. I don't know. The Help was great. If you can get past Emma Stone's weird hairdo. <laughs> like this little ringlety thing. Did you see The Help? Yeah, um, no, I no. You no. guys didn't see any of the movies. Basically, no, is what no. it comes some money down ball, to. Some money ball. My wife and her ball. sisters are raving you about saw the help. a baseball movie. And I saw that's a baseball it for movie. The year. Yeah, <laughs> the rest, the rest of them I just read about. I was like, well, th- those are ones I'll put on my Netflix, and these are ones I don't want to see. Okay, so you the don't want to see Iron Lady, then I can assure yeah, you. Yeah, no, 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 it's no, not gonna happen. No, no. Netflix list will be ones that like they. I thought they could potentially win if they're on my Netflix list. They have a chance of winning. You know, Descendants was on the Netflix list. <laughs> Right? Yes. Yeah. It's good. It's a dude dudeish movie, I think. It's a it's a guy's kind of a yeah. movie. If you liked the Moneyball, the only Ken other. said he cried. Uh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. A lot. I was a lot. I was moved within five minutes. Really? I mean within five minutes I was like, Oh my god, I wanna be on the end of this all He cried all. a lot. Hey Rob, can you bring up my my computer up there? Yeah. Okay. I found Jitsi. You there. I found Jitsi. You want to play it? Let's, let's, You're a good let's get it going. I yeah, I am. You were just searching. They say we live in an age of science, but I never heard of the term Jesus fiction. Why'd you play us out with this? You got it. I had a teacher who told me about dinosaurs and monkeys evolved into neighbors of yours. The universe started with one big bang. But let me tell you now. Smart people think Jesus is the shit, y'all. <laughs> Go to heaven, he's the shit. I believe the king of it. Go to hell if you're stupid and you don't. Dinosaurs didn't exist.
scientific fairy tales. Made it up. Jesus is the shit. Jesus is the shit. When you look at it, know that Jesus is the shit, y'all. Everybody knows Jurassic Park was all special effects. <laughs> Ain't no dinosaurs. This is Cheyenne. In the tradition of lyrical real-life tragedies such as Titanic, K2, and Hello, Dolly, comes a white-hot musical that will blow the critics away. Nagasaki's melted, what you gonna do? Nagasaki's now a pile of poo. Nagasaki, the musical, a stunning poetic tribute to the second city that America knew. Rook a bomb. It is over here, Kazama. Nagasaki, the musical, starring Angela Lansbury as Harry Truman, Robert Goulet as Emperor Hirohito, John Cho as every Japanese person, and Harvey Firestein as the bomb. I'm falling for you, oh Nagasaki, from a plane in the sky. The Washington Times calls Nagasaki the musical an absolute f***ing disaster from the moment the curtain rises. Get your tickets now to Nagasaki the musical. I got the skinny rolling radiation blues. Oh God, why is my ass still whistling?
<laughs> well, you know, you asked me to get some theme music appropriate for having Sean Astin here. A message to Rudy. Well, it's the only Rudy song I could find. <laughs> this song. <laughs> it's the specials. The specials, yeah. A message to you, Rudy. Two guys in a mic. We are back. Of course, we have Marisa Coughlin. It's the last Tuesday of every month. She yes. will be here with us. That's correct. And you can call us at triple eight five. Where it goes? There it goes. Five two zero four three seven four. I felt like I fell off the cliff there. We're also at Twitter at two guys in a mic L A. And we have a very special guest with us right now. Uh, probably one of our biggest guests ever. Oh, the biggest guest. You think? Yeah, he's got music. For oh, okay. You. you got he's got music for us. For oh, you time. have music. Well, yes. you just said a Rudy he thing, is Rudy. and I just he found this with his own soundtrack. Sir, well, this sir, we have to introduce you. Oh, sorry, sorry. All right, <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, actor of uh, the silver screen with us, uh, mm -hmm. stars of uh, the Lords of the Rings trilogy, the Lords of the Rings, the yes. Lord <laughs> of the Rings trilogy, Rudy the Goonies, Goonies. the Goonies, yes. <laughs> Yes, all the all the all the movies you haven't seen except for Rudy. You've seen Rudy, right? We don't bring that up right now, <laughs> boys and girls. Please welcome Sean Astin. Yes. See, he gets that, and I didn't get anything. Let's do it again. I'll, I'll clap for you. Okay. Yeah. Let's, hey, let's reintroduce Marisa so she yeah. gets the applause. And Marisa Coughlin. There's a frightening chemistry going on over there. <laughs> Sean, I have to ask your opinion. Yeah. We, we were kicking around ideas in, in here uh, about what to do. Uh -huh. And uh, what would your Don't burn anything down. No. <laughs> we almost did in the first segment. <laughs> <laughs> what would your reaction have been if, if you walked in here and we were completely middle-earthed out? Uh, I'd probably say, oh, that old chestnut. <laughs> okay. Very Comic-Con. Right. Well, we, we couldn't do Hobbit ears because of the headphones, but we were thinking about Hobbit feet. We were thinking about just going about halfway through the I segment. I see a, you in a full elven cloak, that kind of translucent, white, you flowy thing. It. Yeah. Actually, you'd look good. You think? Yeah, you think? I think so. <laughs> I told you, there's something going on over there. I know. Well, you know what? The Elven Cloak thing, I think we have our third anniversary show. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my, uh, I told Rich, I'm like, I want to do like the full Notre Dame football uniform with the Hobbit ears. And the face grease, just combine the cape, two. And the, little, yeah. and the Elven Cloak. Kind of yeah. whole, Bro, like a hybrid. And, uh, a and lot it, of weird fans, huh? I do, and and DJs. I have a lot of weird DJs. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I'm not saying present company ex excluded. I'm just saying that. I don't um, think that's true. I think you're included. Yeah, really? you are included, Ken. <laughs> See, I'm We're very uh, inclusive. I'm a <laughs> podcaster, and you're a DJ. <laughs> I was like, I was really, I'm really confused. I'm you like, always got DJ, the though. total like DJ booth vibe. So I'm so, and we it were. Does. It was all about music when we started out, and I've got like this song. When I first came to them, it was in a. Really scary, like little house in the woods. <laughs> yes, For in real. the back, in the dark. <laughs> what, was the internet around in the yet at that point? Sadly, <laughs> <Valley. laughs> exactly. it was like three months ago. Uh, but or when was it? I don't know. No, it was a while I ago. Yeah, really back when we were in Frank's garage. Is this one of those moments where you're telling me you want to defect and I have to like sneak you out of the country? <laughs> you got to change your name and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. what, what was the song that you have there? Well, so, uh, uh, the thing that we're going to talk about later, a person recommended to me, uh, Rudy, R-U-D-I-E, Can't Fail by The Clash. Oh. oh. You're the big Clash fan. I know. Now I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> can you, can you, is there any way you yeah. can kind of pull that out yeah, and play yeah, it externally yeah. there yeah. and just hold it up to the mic? Let me fast forward a little bit. Oh, yeah. Rudy, I can't fail. Uh -huh. <laughs> right? <laughs> that would have been a much better rejoin, Rich. Yeah. I just learned right. it, so it's okay. Now it's you right. know. Now we know for next time. When you have John Favreau in. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, John Favreau and Vince Vaughn. Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. So, Sean, you have been Hollywood your whole life. Yep. This is not the story of a guy who rode in on the bus here and everything else. You've been here your whole life. You grew up in Hollywood. You went to school. With other actors, we know, right? I, I mean, uh, I, yeah. Am I wrong? Did you go to school with Jack Black at some point? I did. He was uh, a year ahead of me. So, right. yeah, but he, I, I did. I went to school with Jack Black. But everybody assumes, you know, in, in everything that's written and everything else, that since you and Jack Black went to school, you guys hung out together and did crazy stuff together. Did you even know each other? Uh, <clears throat> I was a junior classman and, you know, had worked professionally as an actor. 
But somehow when you work as an actor and you're a kid and it's in movies or television, you look at people who are doing something that's a little bit different than you did it, and it seems more important. So he was in drama, and he wasn't the Jack Black that we know now. He was, he was like thespian. thespian, you know, with a tweed jacket and a furrowed <laughs> brow, and he would look across. You know, he was so starring funny. in the Caucasian chalk circle, and so he was like the, er, the the early Zach Galifianakis. It yeah. sounds like. Uh-huh. That's so funny. It's so hard to picture that guy. And, and skinny, really? and like great, great kind of um, attractor of of female attention. You know, nice. brooding. He was brooding and everything else. So I looked at what he was doing in the in the theater program, and I just thought. One day, maybe I'll get to do something like that. And the thespians only... are really off-putting. They are. I feel, yeah, you know, like that master that the tweed jacket types. When I was in high school, we had that crowd, and it was I was like you. I was like, someday. Yeah, you got the jocks too. You know, you got the sort of. Uh, I I would kind of flit around the school. I went to a small school, and we, I would kind of go around. I got along with everybody. And, you know, I'd spend a half hour talking to the drama guys and then a half hour talking to the jocks and then a half hour talking to the kind of science geeks. And at the end of the lunch, you know, there's probably 15 minutes or 10 minutes, whatever. I didn't know, you know, I was by myself going, dang, what? I should, <laughs> what have, a life. I should have a life. <laughs> I, have no gr- I have no group. <laughs> I have no group. I'm a man without a group. That's exactly right. <laughs> so the, the, the thing is but the point about Jack Black was yes. we did not smoke, drink, or <laughs> party together. There you go. How'd you know I was going there? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just bring it back around. You yeah, know, I'll just bring it back around. You also it also read that you went to school with the Hilton sisters. Is that true? Uh, no, that's not true. Okay, because I'm was, about was, thirty was, years older than them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how, I, I was trying to figure that how out. I'm like, they got to be in there. Like, I mean, they're like, like, getting old now. Is the weird thing? She's like, like thirty. Right. Yeah, I was and like, like forty-one. On in my mind, like, she's you might have been going to be like. Well, maybe 18. you were like twelfth grade. They were starting like preschool. I mean, that, <laughs> yeah, that was it. Oh, like so in the same school, lot. like in the K through twelve. That last fifteen minutes, he hung out with the kindergartners. Uh huh. They were they were the baby they used in his sex ed. Of course, of they course. brought them in. <laughs> just trying to picture that. I don't, I don't know why now. I'm trying to picture that. Why are you putting to. that in my mind? I guess I'm it's late. against well, it. Well, Ken, we've got a caller, Sean. We got a caller who has a question. For oh you. boy, I don't know what the question is, um, and I won't be responsible for what the question yeah. is. It, it could be a toad hop <laughs> listener. We have no idea. Sarah, you're on two guys in a mic with Sean Aston. How are you? Um, I'm I'm good. I'm really really nervous. <laughs> Don't be nervous. It's okay. People talk to us all the time. No, no, I can, I can, I can see their faces, and they're they're very nice looking. What's your um, question for Sean? Well, me, me and my friend Fernando are on Skype right now, and he was bugging me to call in. Um, we did a fan site for Sean. Sean. Oh, Sarah, is this Sarah? And yeah. Hi, Sarah. Oh, your friends. Hi. Yes. Um. Yeah. He was. He was telling me I should call now because I'd have a pretty good shot and um how's Fernando doing oh I think I owe Fernando good. an email yes yes um, tell him I'm sorry you do. <laughs> this is the thing about Twitter this is what the thing about Twitter is is that I've actually become really kind of I don't know if communicate conversant with or that's not the right word uh I've just be I've gotten in communication with people where, you know, before there was Twitter, you might not necessarily do that. Sarah is a, is a, a young lady who has uh, designed with Fernando, who she's sitting with, a fan site for me called Sean Aston Zone, which I know because you, she tweeted it and like I did a little... Anyhow, what you... Hello, and it's good to hear <laughs> yeah, you, and I'm, thank you for all of I'm your hard work. I'm so, I'm so sorry I haven't updated it recently. I've been actually I'm very been... upset. <laughs> I'm very upset. I've got a room full of upset people here. <laughs> Yeah, well, I've been, I've, uh, been a little bit busy lately script writing, but um, my my question for you is kind of a silly one, maybe. Um, but since you're going to be on Ninja Turtles and you're voicing Raphael, I was going to ask you what your favorite pizza is. Ah. Do you get what the whole thrust of the question is, guys? Uh, sure, yes. sure, I think I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Is it the Italian thing? Nickelodeon <laughs> is doing a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle animated franchise, and, okay. you're, bring, you're, and I'm playing Raphael. You're Raphael, and the and the Ninja Turtles are you know very their favorite thing. Their only thing they eat really is is uh, is pizza, and so I think I would have to say like a like a pepperoni and pineapple with mushrooms and green peppers and olives. I don't know. Well, wow. so you do the pineapple thing then. Oh you, yeah, you well, the yeah, but not okay. not yeah. the pineapple with. Uh, the ham, ham. Yeah, that's that's a Hawaiian. 
I'm, okay, I'm like a no, Puerto Rican. I have that. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah Ninja pineapple. Turtles are big city. Sarah, it's good to hear your voice, and uh, thanks for everything you're doing. And we'll we'll be uh, yeah in communication via okay. Twitter. Thanks, Sarah. Get, okay, thank, get, thank you, Sean. Get pictures of that pizza up sit quick, Sarah. You've actually tweeted a couple of the links to her site recently in the last uh, couple of days. I think uh, there's another one, too. There's another gal, uh, Linda, who does another one called who's Sean Aston Fan. And they, it's unbelievable. I learn what I'm doing by going on Twitter and seeing what's posted. And then I find out where I was and what That's I was promoting. Yeah. Like, like on the school with the Hilton sisters. Exactly. Yes. Wait. That whole I'm actually upset thing. with my fans for not having told me that. I should have known that. You Duh. need to add that to your repertoire now. See, it's 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 true now because it happened in a podcast. That's right. <laughs> wow. I, like, I I I have to brag. I, I'm going to just throw this out. It's Andy there. Warhol, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go ahead. I rewatched Rudy and the Goonies in the last 24 hours. Yes, wow. you did. Yes, you did. In in prep for this show, and I have to tell you that. I'm a Goonies fan, but I'm a huge Rudy fan, mm. and that film still holds up. I know. I mean, I it's watched it from movie. beginning to end. They don't yeah. make movies like that. Now. No, they don't. Look at us, like scrounging to come up with a movie that should have won Oscars this year. Like it's hard. They just don't make that many. Wow, we should have made it Rudy in black and white. <laughs> it should have been a silent. 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 Yeah. Go out there. Darn it, we missed the call on that one. Uh, well, okay. So then you don't have to bring callers in. What do you want to talk about with uh, your recent viewing? Well, I, 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 it's it's interesting because I watched both of them, and in both films, you kind of play you play the good guy, you play you play the dreamer, uh, the one who wants to like make everyone's lives better, and uh, and I'm getting this vibe from you that you are actually that person because you know about all very these pessimistic and dark person you <laughs> <laughs> about all these fan sites, and you're in touch with your fans and everything, and you're talking to everyone, and you know who's doing what and. There's good in this world, and sometimes you gotta fight for it. <laughs> I, I'm a little, I, I'm shocked. It, it I'm loving this. You guys are rocking it. There is some good left in this world, Mr. Yeah, Frodo, uh-huh. and it's worth fighting for. Um, <laughs> oh, when, Sam. When, yes. I know, I know. Did you cry? Did he cry? No, he didn't cry. All right, yeah. he's made of stone. I'm telling you. Um, no, the the uh, he will w- Ken will we, cry when he sees those movies. When it, he's drinking Takati, that's why he's gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Everyone else is. No, just you. You have five around you. <laughs> you do have a lot of Takati around you. I love you guys so much, man. Oh Rudy is the oh best God, movie. Sean. I love oh it. I'm God. good. I'm good, man. You, Can I give I you a hug? hug. <laughs> oh, man, give me a hug, please. <laughs> the, the truth is that I was Rudy in my youth. In my tr- like, right. I played baseball and stuff, and I was, uh, you know... I love athletics, and I think I'm a pretty athletic guy, but for some reason, just not quite, you know, competitive when it came to sports that I wanted to be in baseball or you know whatever it was. And and uh, but I I wanted it so badly that I would just fight for it. And my thing was, you know, if if they say, hey, everybody, take a lap, right? Everybody's okay. They're gonna take a lap, and they start to take a lap. I wanted to run and be the fr- like way out in front, because then I yeah. could show the coach, like, you know, the truth is sometimes it doesn't matter how hard you're trying. If somebody's really at it than you, then they're going to get the you know the spot more than you. But but I think you know human nature and, and certainly in the American kind of narrative for ourselves, we love it when somebody fights for um, themselves and fights for other people and tries to do more for themselves than what you know may obviously be in the cards for them. So uh, I think that I kind of have that. He's a little teary eyed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're getting them. You're getting them. You're getting them. <laughs> it's like the like the, like Vince Vaughn cracked me up in that movie when, when he first saw you and or in the parking lot scene and he's like, he's just a showboat. That's all he's all about. He's a showboat. Yeah. Vince Vaughn is hilarious. <laughs> See, but we we I want that guy. We want that. We want you to succeed. We want the guy who works really hard and tries really hard and is a good guy, and we want him to succeed over the people who take all what they have for granted. I mean that's that's yeah. the American ethic. We want or you want the happen. person who takes what they have for granted and learns to appreciate it more. And then whenever anybody does that, then we want to make fun of them on South Park and SNL. <laughs> <laughs> We're a very quirky group, uh, us yeah. little Americans. You know, we, we um, no. I think any time what I've learned is that any time you can see um, that somebody has something that they want, and I, I learned this as a filmmaker, you know, and, and in a lot of different ways. That if people can help you, if they can help you. Most of the time, they really want to. You know, if it's too hard for people, if they can't afford to do something, whatever, that's one thing. But if, you know, somebody has knowledge of how to change a tire and they're going by and somebody needs a tire change, they're like, hey, you know what? Let me help you with that. So I feel like 
um, in movies and drama and literature and even in music, like you, if somebody expresses a desire for something, people naturally want them to get it. Exactly, exactly. I think I'm going to be carjacked if I help someone with their tire. He <laughs> <laughs> the other way. I'm like, oh. you, you know, you came from Philadelphia, but you got that New York mentality. Don't look, don't see, it didn't do you, happen. Do you know how to change a tire? Did someone tell you to bring this up? I'm asking. Uh, I do. I do. Okay. When was the last time you so changed So what if the tire? person had a puppy? They were standing on the side of the road with a puppy. Would you help them change their tire? I'm just trying to see how co you know, cold-blooded he is. If it's Daisy Duke standing on the side of the road with a tiny little Pomeranian in her hand, <laughs> you you're there. I think, there's, the I, think, I think there's a guy hiding in the back seat that's going <laughs> to carjack me. I, okay, so Goonies... Goonies. Yes. We're filming the Goonies in, at the Burbank Studios in, uh, in Burbank, at the Warner Brothers Studios in Burbank in 1985, I think, or something. And uh, I am walking from stage 16, which is the big, super big stage, the one with the extra tall ceiling and the, they, where we had the pirate ship. And they, you know, it was lunchtime, so I started to walk to the commissary. And the commissary is sort of across, you know, it's a good uh, few football fields away. And I'm walking, and, and uh, who pulls up next to me but Catherine Bach, <laughs> and her Daisy Dukes, oh, no. right? And I look at her like, you know, <laughs> going my way, and she gives me the little coy kind of sure, hop in. So I get into uh, awesome. Daisy Dukes golf cart, and, <laughs> and the Daisy Dukes Dukes, uh, and, uh, 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 and we they get get dropped off at the uh, commissary. And when I get dropped off, all the you know, teamsters and the, you know, everybody else, all the crew is sitting there and they kind of look up and I'm like, she gives me a little kiss on the cheek. I'm oh. like, bye, okay, I'll see you later. I'll come by and visit later at Duke's Hazard set. And I turn around, what, guys? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you, know, you brought it Josh up. Josh Brolin's like, what? That guy's more game than me. He's just like, <laughs> I learned that from Jack Black. That's how he does it. That's how he rolls. Well, the, re the reason why we actually were lucky enough to get you on the show, here, yeah. Sean, yeah. is because we spoke last week. You are running the LA Marathon this yes, year. Yes, indeed. Mm -hmm. Very proud of that. And this is not for my third time. Right. This is your third time running yep. the marathon. And uh, since I was doing some marathon work and some interviews and whatnot, I got to interview Sean and find out. And we're talking. And again, you talked about him inspiring people and being that guy and everything else. The end of the conversation, we f I finish interviewing him for the for the piece we're doing and whatnot. And we start talking. He tells me he runs fairly nearby where I live. And we start talking about the different things. And I used to run all the time, but I haven't run in 15 years. He's like, just run five minutes, man. Just run five minutes. It's all you need. That's why I tell people. He's going on. He, he gives me a spiel, and I'm sitting there going, okay, yeah, it's nice. Okay. Five minutes or five miles? Five minutes. Five, five minutes. minutes. Just run five well, he miles. Said the, question, he, the question you asked, you're like, you know, it's been a long time since I've, I've run. You know, maybe I could get back there. I don't know. And you right. kind of threw that vibe out there. I'm like, then just the, – the, so go ahead. Finish your story. So, yeah. So, so <laughs> he, 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 throws, good story. he throws that out there, right? And I go, yeah. Thanks, Sean, so much. Hey, you know, what a nice guy. I really like that guy and everything else. And, and it just kind of resonated in my brain for like 24 hours. It's like he's a hypnotist or something. <laughs> you know, he's like, yeah. It's like, I'm the, I'm the, what's that old movie? The Manchurian Candidate. Like, you know, he puts stuff in my head. <laughs> very, very hip Rudy's in my yeah, head so and he's telling me to run. <laughs> yeah, he's telling me to run. I have to run. I have to run. So the next day, I got to It's out. like that movie, The Maltese Falcon. <laughs> there you go. Hold on. Here, they're stepping on the, go ahead. Yeah, and. come on. I get out there the next day and I ran. And, I, went, and I ran five minutes. And, I, and then I walked for a minute so I could breathe again because I, you know, I'm, Aerobically, out of my shape, I was like, <gasps> you know, and I ran five more minutes. I was like, oh, I can do this again because I used to run in yeah half marathons and you know all the rest of the stuff. But so. you do ride your bike a lot. Is it an impact I, thing for you? It's an impact thing because yeah. where where I run, there are hills. It was the hills more than anything. So also, you're so, carrying your full body weight. It's a different, yeah. you know, you're you can cruise on a bike anytime. You can go. I'm going up a hill, but I'm going to stop pedaling right now and I'll still move forward. Yeah. Okay. If you stop walking, you stop running. You stop. Mm. Right. So I was like, oh my god, he did it. He got and I went out there two days later. I went out there and I'm like, now I like I went out and got new shoes. I'm like, I'm running oh, now. Look at I'm you. running. You're back in the saddle. I'm running now. Nice. Thank you, Sean Ass. It's my, <laughs> it is my absolute privilege. It's not my, uh, you know, because I'm, huh? Where do I start? So, <laughs> running is something that I've done my whole life. I just I, I love it. Long distance running in particular, and and um, I always look to the LA Marathon every year that you know around November you sort of see okay it's coming in March if I was gonna train for the marathon I should really be starting right around now and you know many years come and go and you just sort of don't do it and then when that weekend comes and you turn on KTLA and you say, oh man the marathons right now gosh I could have been training for the last four months and running it you know you just kind of think um, it's out there and I think a lot of people have that thought that flickers through their mind like hmm, I wonder if I could ever do that and um, 
as a as someone who's done it my whole life, I ran cross uh, cross country in in high school. Not with Jack. Jack Black was not in cross country, by the way. I don't think. He's probably making music. He was tenacious. D. He was doing that. I was like out running. <laughs> 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 um, but anyhow, the something occurred to me this year. The reason I'm here, or the, the, not the only reason, but the reason I'm excited to talk publicly about running right now is because. I had um, I had never really dedicated a race to anyone. You always hear about people running for their their brother or running for somebody. And I've been par- I'd taken part in 10Ks where the the whole 10K was about uh, cancer research. You know, when everybody wears like a pink shirt right, right, or something, right, right. and you see this like sea of pink people supporting cancer uh, research and fundraising and everything. But I never sort of said I'm going to dedicate my race. And I and I uh, at the LA Marathon, which is just an unbelievable event. It go they have a new route for the last couple of years. It's called the Stadium to the Sea. They go from Dodger Stadium. Uh, kind of wrap around Dodger Stadium, and then they go through Chinatown and and uh, past City Hall and and Alvera Street, and then it just kind of winds all the way through. You go through Hollywood and and Century City and Be- uh, Beverly Hills and and down you know Brentwood and ends up at Santa Monica at the pier. It's just like a great great way to see Los Angeles if you uh, have four to. Uh, Eight hours to run, and don't and, mind uh, wheezing, and don't, don't, don't <laughs> mind collapsing. And the people all the way along giving you water and stuff. But the um, the they have a, a program called uh, you know run for something, and it was really kind of bugging me. I was feeling really selfish for not running for something, and I realized like I, we've been touched in our family by a lot of different things. My mom is a bipolar sufferer. My uh, we've had suicide in the family and we've had there's like there's a whole lot of things wow. that have gone on as in any family yeah. and I'm sort of thinking like what's the thing what's the thing that I'm going to grab onto and I, as I kind of obsessed on it for a while and, it, and in fact one of the one of the fans that we were just talking about Linda who does the Sean Astin fan site she's always it's I'm a hobby of hers really and so she every now and then she'll ping me with something and and she said well can I do an interview with you about running and nobody had ever really – I never asked my publicist to sort of facilitate that. I had never – nobody had ever been curious. And so I said, sure. Well, she sent me a few questions. And I sat down at night, and I had my laptop, and I realized after about an hour and a half that I had written a book. I'm like, wow, I actually – this kind of means something to me. It really means something to me. And, and so as I was running, I, I came up with the idea that this – I run first for myself. It's very personal. It's a very selfish thing. Mm-hmm. In the miles where you're gutting it out, I, I, I dig in and I find something within myself that says you can, you can push past this pain and you can get to whatever the new plateau or the new goal is that you're going for. Um, so I run first for myself. I run second for my family. My wife and my three daughters, they are incredibly supportive. They, are, they have to suffer through all of my tales from the road. They have to – it's really – when you're – with somebody in your family who runs a lot, like as obsessively as I do, it's kind of a pain. So I, I kind of run. Of course, I would, you know, I put my, you know, I'd kill or die for my family. So, but I run for them as well because they support me. And then this thing that I came up with was a, it's sort of a Twitter um, inspirational campaign that I kind of like thought of, and it's that I run third. So I run first for myself, I run second for my family, and I run third for you. You, you in quotes, and that anybody can sort of take a moment to do that hashtag, r- hashtag run third, R-U-N three, the number three, R-D, hashtag run third, and, and say, you know, hey, run third four, and it's been unbelievable, the, the outpouring that's come through it. Run third for um, uh, my, for, to stop bullying. You know, right. run third for uh, my son who has autism. Run third for my uh, my cousin who's uh, uh, overseas and just lost a, uh, a a soldier. Run third, for, and it just goes on and on and on and on. So what? And then the more I tweet about it and talk about it, and the more other people retweet it and so forth, it's it's become this kind of a like a. It doesn't cost anything. And it doesn't hurt anybody. Right. It's just a moment for somebody to say, hey, you know, and, and it's for ideas, too. Causes, right? You know, run third for world peace or run third for clean water or run third for whatever you want. It's sort of a, it becomes a kind of an expression. You can make jokes about it, like run third for, you know, a c- cup of coffee first thing in the morning. I was going to say the uh, the jokes uh, run third. You're putting it out there for the Toad Hop <laughs> Network. Uh, yeah. You got you to keep an account. There's a 10% asshole factor. <laughs> you're yeah. you're going to get some. 90, 90, that's 90% good people. Uh, 90% who believe 90% in good, good, Mr. Brodo. And, and for Who's 10 people. Up with this ratio, by the way? I don't know. <laughs> for for the whatever slim ma- minority of people might use it for ill, uh, I would just say that I will run third to be patient with them. <laughs> there There's always a way to spin it and flip it and make it seem good and positive and, and right. And so what I'm going to do is during the marathon, I'm going to wear on the back of my race shirt, hashtag run third. So awesome. I'm running 
for, for all, those all of those people. That's great. That's so cool. Right? It's like a little community you're building. That's do it. you do you compile the list or do you do you just let? Is there a place where people can see the well? I guess the hashtag list people can go and just see the ongoing right. list. But, and then, but then that dies. At, like it only goes back a certain amount of uh, tweets. Right. So uh, what I did at one point, and I, I'm sort of one guy, but I I transcribed a whole mess of them and then put I, I went to godaddy.com and did run third.com and then kind of put them up there so people could know that I was really reading them and could really see them and was really taken into account I'm, I'm sort of hoping that we're going to be able to figure out a way to get them put like on some little tiny piece of micro paper that I can carry with me or something like that but <laughs> but um, but we we have uh, we have s- what 17,000 uh, followers right now. Awesome. And wow. I'm trying, my, what I throw, there's no particular reason to have a goal, but I'm sort of a goal oriented guy. <laughs> so uh, I said, let's get to 26,200 followers for the 26.2 mile race. So by March 18th, that's our little, All our right. little goal. Let's do it, Toad Hop people. Get on there. So Come on. hashtag RUN3RD if you'd like to dedicate. And I'm um, at Sean yes. Aston. So that's the, it's the, fo- Sean Aston followers is the number we're counting. But anybody, yes. anybody can run third for somebody else and anybody can de- make a dedication without putting my thing on there, obviously. Awesome. Thank and you, my, Sean. And my goal for next year yeah. is to run in, let's say, a 10K. I'll start with Why a 10K. Why don't you come to the Calabasas 10K and run it with me? All right. Wait, wow. When is it? When is it? Oh, uh, the gauntlet a, has like, been thrown. Like, don't say two no. weeks. Don't say no, two no, weeks. No, it was like a month or two ago. You got, <laughs> okay. you got 10 months. <laughs> All right. I'm in. All right, good. I'm in. Cool. Excellent. Right. Thank you, Sean Assen. At Sean Assen, Marisa Coughlin. Thank you. At Marisa Coughlin. You can follow two guys in a mic at two guys in a mic LA. Yes, you can, and you can email I like both us. of them. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you. you can email us at two guys in a mic at gmail.com. It's TWL. And what we're listening to right now happened today on the Toad Hop Network. Highway to Hell, live acoustic version, Dean Del Rey, poolside with Dean Del Rey. It was the most amazing thing I've seen on this network. Check it out. Huff and Stapes coming up. Someone else is right. Who wants to get along to learn the new smile? You have to adapt to 